Heidi Ho, Haterino there, neighborinos. Hi. What's up? Why are you <laughs> laughing? What's You're, going on? You have the straightest microphone in the world. This is incredible. Straight up and down. Mr. Vertical. Mr. Vertical. Does it remind you of anything? <laughs> Strong like bull Kevin over here. Hi, Look welcome to that. the Candid Athlete Training Podcast. I'm Chad. He's Kevin. Yes, we are. We're going to try not to get kicked off our own podcast. Hopefully not. That would be kind of crazy. Kevin's getting kicked off. I'm getting kicked off of Twitter because I don't, I guess because I don't use it. Literally. Well, if you, is it true that if you don't I'm gonna show the people. use it, you lose it? Is, Ooh, that, what, is that what I'm look, hearing? It just keeps giving me this. I don't know, you can't see it probably on the screen. Oops. Something went wrong. And then every time I open Twitter, I literally get a, a lovely suspended. Your account is currently suspended. For more information, please log on to Twitter.com. Who knows? I legitimately have never posted anything. Maybe that's why. Maybe they think you're a bot. Oh, maybe. They might think I'm a bot. I have no idea. What's weird, though, is like I can still, once I dismiss that, I can still like see stuff. And then as soon as I try to, well, no, look, I pulled up Canon Athletic Training. That's so weird. Like, can I vote well, on something? Well, nobody can hold the power of Candid Athletic Training. What's the nobody can how do you, hold us how do you, back? How do you get to the Twitter, the Candid ATC Twitter account? What is it? At Candid underscore ATC. You shall check it out. You shall check it out. Hit that little follow button. Send us a message if you want. Send us some, I don't know, suggestions for the show. If you want to, if you want to hear a specific FMK, please maybe do. A, maybe a fat. It's getting increasingly Chad's. harder. It really is. To come up with our own. Oh, welcome Hi in. Hi, all. Nisi, Nate, Megan. Welcome. Thanks, welcome, welcome. Thanks to all the live streamers. We appreciate yeah. you showing up and being a part of these shenanigans. Shenanigans. Um, I think it's a fun show, actually. You, don't have no, you have no idea what's coming. I think our show is always fun. I know. I thought last week was especially fun. I think tonight's is going to be a good time. We're going to do some commandments. Commandments. Some rehab commandments. Because I think we did commandments 200-some shows ago. Oh, I was going to look that up. Uh, but I don't think those were rehab commandments. I think they were just athletic training commandments in general. So now we're going to we're so gonna try and come up with a few rehab commandments. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm, I'm checking it up. Checking out what. While you're doing that, I'm going to thank the official sponsor oh, okay. of the Canada Side Training Podcast, uh, Healthy Roster, uh, the best EMR in the world, bar none. Uh, if you are in the market for a new medical records system, check them out, www.healthyroster.com. They just saw, they just released version 2.0 which has some pretty cool features. So uh, they're pretty excited about that. I think their product was the best to begin with, and now they just made it better. So you cannot go wrong. Check them out, healthyroster.com. Thanks to Smart Tools. Um, Smart Tools, 10% off anything at Smart Tools Plus using the code CANDID10. Uh, also thanks to Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. Uh, if you are a member of the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, which hopefully you are or will be, you can get a discount on professional liability insurance through Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. So 
it's a, probably a rate you're going to want to check out. If you have questions, email us, uh, use social media, go on our website. There's a, a form where you can contact us if you have questions about professional liability insurance and how to save yourself money. I'll say that again. We want to save you money. So if you're spending money on professional liability insurance and you want to spend less, reach out to us and we can show you the way. So, uh, Kevin, what do you got? Well, I don't know. Commandments. Did you find it? I did. Oh, episode 34. 34. And this is episode. Almost 200 episodes. This is episode 227. We should have. We should have done. Almost like 200 weeks ago. This would be like the one time we could do 227 fat, but Hmm. I don't remember the show very much. 227. Give it to me. Um. What's the Jeffersons? Oh, the Jeffersons. Right? Isn't that 227? Couldn't oh, no. 227B Baker Street. What? Damn. Really? Is it Sherlock 227? 220B oh, Baker Street. Sorry. 227 yeah. is the Jeffersons. You are all over the freaking place right now. My brain, I've been scrambling the Jeffersons. There is a TV show called 227. Maybe that's what it was. The spin-off. That was the spinoff of the Jeffersons. Follows the lives of a group of middle-class people living in an apartment building. From 1985. Yeah, because that was. Is it a spinoff of the Jeffersons? I, does it say? I haven't found anything like that. I but. thought it was. Maybe it was just a different. Maybe it was just a different. I'm not seeing anything. Okay, it was just a different. It was like right after. It was. I mean, I'm sure it was like a similar show and stuff. Same era, right? Well, yeah. when, when were the Jeffersons on? I'll tell you. I just had had that pulled up because I thought that was what it was. Uh, the Wait, Jeffersons. Oh, the maid. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. It's the same. The show was created as a starring vehicle for Marla Gibbs, who had become famous as Florence Johnson, the maid from the Jeffersons. So the the main character was from the Jeffersons, but not a spinoff. Okay. It was just the same actress. So the release of... The Jeffersons was there. 1975 to 1985. And, and look at the, that. And the Jeffersons, the 227 started in 85. Wow, look at you. Probably July 3rd. Dave would be so proud of you. Yeah. You had it there. Rel- oh, oh no, because it says related and it has a bunch of things, but it doesn't have 227 on there. So I was eh, sort of right, but not exactly. I'll take that as a win. It's <laughs> a great question. I mean- you know addresses from sitcoms, Chad? No, it was just that it was the name of the show, 227. Oh, we got anything else before we get No, into we got this we got show? people joining the live stream, so thank you. I appreciate that. Um No, I don't have a bunch of intro stuff. Things are plugging along. Uh anything new in your world? I mean, you got a, another a countdown going. I got a countdown. We got two months, two months to go for two months baby number two. number two. My my son's one, baby number two on the way. We're doing it. Trying to be tired all the time. Figuring it out. More tired. More tired. Can you get more tired, or is there just tired? Can you be overtired? Can you be undertired? <laughs> so I legit asked this last week. Um, I read somebody said I was what was I don't know if it was a video or whatever, and somebody said. Overcompensated. Overcompensated. Yeah. And I understand the concept, mm-hmm. but can you truly overcompensate? 
I don't know. Because, like, let's say you're Give driving. Context, let, yeah. You're driving on an icy street. Yep. You start to you start to skid, so you're you have to turn the wheel the other way to get turn yourself back to the skid. And then when you go too far that way, then you have to come back the other way, and you're going back and forth, right? People would say you're overcompensating. I would say you're just compensating for where you're at. Mm, interesting. Does that make sense? I see your point, but I wonder if so. You, like, if, if you're you perfectly compensated for the turn, would you still be compensating? Yeah, you'd still be compensating. So then, yeah, I think you can overcompensate. I just noticed you have your name on your water bottle over there. Yeah. And a phone number. Just in case should I lose we, this one for the third time. Should we show the <laughs> So show I've the had, so, so this is a smart water bottle. It keeps track of how much you drink. Uh, it's got an app on your phone. Watch this. They're noisy too. I, dr- I put it down. Let's see. And now this what? should This should light up. There should be a flashing light saying, oh, yeah, I just registered some more. Oh. Let's see. Wow. Let's see if it happens. Hydrates. There oh. it is. There it is. So it just registered that I drank some water. Wow. I've had two of these and lost them. So okay. this is bottle number three, and the wife says if I lose this one. She's divorcing I'm you? I'm getting no more. Okay. Wow. I'll tell you what. Ever Where since did you I, lose them? Uh, at the gym. At the gym. At Actually, the, I think I've only had at one. At the gym. This might be my second one. The gym. Uh, this is gime? the hydrate. This is a hydrate water bottle. I'll give them a shout out. Uh, this is the hydrate spark. H I D R A T E spark. So this, I think this is the souped up model. Hydrate spark. Um, I'll tell you what, ever since I've been drinking this, the trips to the bathroom are way up. <laughs> like probably I go to the bath. I probably pee like 40 times a day now. I got the tiniest tank. I got definitely something wrong with a tube somewhere. So apparently Megan met your long lost brother. I feel so bad. In Tucson and he works in medical logistics. He uses moulage to make victims for the rescue guys. Is he my brother because he looks like me? Because if so, I feel sorry for him. I also am confused. What's moulage? He uses moulage to make victims. For the rescue guys. I'm really, I'm, I'm actually confused by that sentence and I would love an explanation, Megan. Can I get the definition? Can I, can I, can get, I the get the origin? <laughs> of moulash. Uh, uh, well, somebody that reminds her of me, I guess. That's, I guess so. that's nice. Thanks. I don't know if I've ever met your doppelganger. I don't know if I've met that um, person. Um... Somebody has told me that there's somebody out there that looks like me before, once. I feel like bad. An, like a famous actor? No. No? Not really. I don't think anybody could be this weird. Uh, overcompensating is going past the point of compensation. So back to neutral. But see, I think it's actually just compensating the other way, not overcompensating. That's the argument I would make. You compensate, like you're doing well, something, so you have to compensate to get back to... So I think if you... Let's say we'll take the driving analogy again. You're starting to slide, right? And if you turn the wheel all the way and then you're all of a sudden you start sliding back the other way, right? Then you overcompensated for You're just compensating to being in the wrong position. You're just constantly compensating? Constantly. 
So there's no there's no point. How about this? There's Over, no point of perfect compensation. Right? I don't know. How about can you overreact? You're just reacting. I think you can overreact. Somebody would interpret that you're overreacting, but you're just reacting. I think it's still overreacting. Okay, fine. <laughs> These are the things that go through my head. The conversations is why we have a podcast. Moulage is makeup, like bullet holes and intestines hanging out and bruising. Oh, Rescue Guys is a pararescue para who rescue service members who are in the shit. I love it. Hmm. I love the luck. That guy's doing some stuff. That guy is doing some stuff. I'm just reacting. Ask my wife if I ever overreact. <laughs> I'm just reacting. <laughs> You're not overreacting. I'm no just comments. reacting. Don't I'm do anything to make me react. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm not overreacting. I'm just reacting. I'm just reacting. You are interpreting it as overreacting. God. Wife. And now, now you're going <laughs> to say that I'm overreacting about me overreacting. I know. Right? When all I'm doing is reacting to you saying that I'm overreacting about reacting about something. Correct. You Jesus. are on the same wavelength God. as me. This is great. <laughs> this is why we podcast that's together. A, that's a classic husband-to-wife like freaking argument right there. Yeah. That'd be great. Well- you want to do a show? <laughs> yeah, let's just fucking get out of it. <laughs> Sweating in here. You are? Yeah, my oh. legs are hot. Well, mm. I did a, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I did a little BFR session right before Chad walked in. Just so my, my arms looked huge. And you used the smart tools cuffs. I used my smart tools 4.0 smart cuffs. They're pretty awesome, guys. I'm not going to lie. Have you ever heard of underreacting? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I have. Why are you having no reaction? You're underreacting to something. I don't know if, well, I don't know if you can undercompensate. Can you, can you undercompensate? Whatever. We got to move on with the show. <laughs> uh, this is why our show ends up being an hour and a half. Yeah, because we talk stupid uh, stuff. All right. Uh, let's do top five, Kev. Okay. Um, if I find the right button here, top five this week. Last week we did the cold weather. This week we're going to do the warm weather. We asked 107 athletic trainers, Kevin, what's the maximum temperature you would feel good working outside? Max temperature I would feel good working outside. Feel good is a very interesting way to interpret this. It feels good. Feel good. Uh, uh, yeah, um, seventy-eight degrees. Oh, that's yours. That's roughly. I honestly, I would say working outside. If I'm actually being an athletic trainer, seventy-five is probably perfect. Not quite seventy-two, yeah. seventy-five. Yeah, I want to be a little, like a little warm. But there's perfect temperature and there's like the max that i'm not well that's what i'm saying that you yeah. feel good at though that you put feel good i i said what's the max temperature you'd feel, feel good at right? well i guess that that's just how i yeah that's how you wrote let me, it so no, let me just make sure okay. let me just make sure i'm still gonna say 78 all right survey monkey what is the max temperature <laughs> what's the maximum temperature you would feel good about working outside okay yeah that's how i worded it and then i'm gonna say 84 I think there's some crazies out there. 98. And then we'll go back to 72. We're just going to go back to that 72. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to throw an odd one out there. 
103 degrees. Holy hot as balls. I think there's some people that are just, that's just what they strive to be. Okay. Hot. Give it to me. I would like to work all day in the sauna, please. That would be crazy. Um, fifth place oh, on top five man. this week. Six athletic trainers said <laughs> 80 degrees. 80 degrees. Yeah. Uh, fourth place, eight athletic trainers said 100. 100. Um, third place, 13 athletic trainers said the max they're working is 95 degrees. Okay. So we've got 80, 195. Second place, 16 people said 90 degrees. Nate, come back. <laughs> and then first place, 26, so basically one out of every four people surveyed said 85 degrees. Okay. So you were slightly lower. Oh, no, you had 78, 72. Mm -hmm. Nobody went into the set. Well, nobody in the top five went into the 70s. 84 was basically spot on. It looks like most people did say what's the highest temperature they would feel comfortable. Like, yeah, where they're like, nope, I'm I I can't do this. This is I'm I'm out. You guys are on your own. What's the hottest you've ever worked? Oh, God. Easily 100 plus. Um, I bet I worked some days in the south floating 103, 100, 105. But I remember one series against the Jackson Braves where it was le- home or away. We were away where we were legitimately Is that Jackson, Mississippi. Correct. Um, it was like 98 at like 9 o'clock at night and oh. legit like 90% humidity. It was <laughs> wild. Um, just everybody's just sweat buckets. And there was like then that really stale air, like no breeze whatsoever. And that's what, Jackson tended to be one of the hotter spots because of that. Like there just never was a breeze. At home, we were at least on the Gulf. And so we would get like air. Like sure. there was most of the time there was still some hot freaking bad days, but we would at least get a little bit of air. Pensacola, same thing. There was at least this movement, Jacksonville kind of movements important. Oh, ten- the Tennessee spots. There was Jackson, Tennessee. That was also a sweat box. Um, and then Jackson, Mississippi was bad. That was bad. Mobile tended to be bad, but only cause like the dugout was Basically, the size of this table for like thirty people. <laughs> the the dirty South. Oh man, uh, I think the most hum uh, the hottest I've worked was a uh, in Nebraska. It was a exhibition soccer match. They actually because it was exhibition. An, yeah, it was not even like a. Wow. It was not even a real. Just asking like for pre-season. some things. Yeah. They actually decided that like that was the first time that the referees are like. We're gonna just change just, the rules. We're gonna take a stop every fifteen minutes, so yeah. so we can get water every fifteen minutes, so nobody dies. I honestly can't remember the hottest, just because I mean I had two straight years of just like it was just yeah. always incredibly hot. Like it was on turf hot. too. I bet you it was probably 
over 110 on the turf. Oh, I bet. Maybe I bet. One between 110 and 120. Um, so the highest answer we had was a uh, we had two people that said 120. Whoa. Oh, we had one person that said 125. Whoa. That's that's high. I work in what what's it called? What's the Death Valley? Yeah. They just work in Death Valley. Uh the lowest somebody said 69, but that's probably not a real answer. That's a dirty joke answer. Nice joke. Uh, 70. Somebody said se- they're not going outside if it's 70. <laughs> 70. Maybe that's like the last I feel good after I that. Think, yeah. I think anything above bad. 70, it's like, well, I am now not comfortable whatsoever. And I can see that. I got a couple friends that once it's above 70, they're, they're not comfortable. What do you got? <laughs> My wife just sent me a text. This is great. I'm going to read this. She said, you better not be <laughs> overcompensating over there. Um, he was taking forever on the potty before bedtime. He was using his Elmo tablet and reading the books, but was pressing a button like eight times. So I was like, Bennett, you're driving me nuts. And he goes, Mommy, I can't have nuts because he's got a really <laughs> severe nut allergy. <laughs> Mom, he's like sorry, really I can't, got I can't have a nuts. sharp sense of humor. Well, I'm sure he does. It's incredible. He's your child. Yeah, it's really sassy. It's great. I kind of love Ooh, it. Sassifies. Deep down, like deep down, I'm like, yeah, good, man. Just think through it. It's great. I mean, when kids have, when they come up with sass that is also kind of hilarious and they make you laugh, it's like, what are you supposed to do? Like, how in that moment as a parent are you yeah. going to... Compose yourself to be like, hey, you can't be sassy. When it, what oh. they actually said was perfectly funny. Yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, they can be hilarious because they're so truthful about things. You know, their filter is just like, mom, I can't, I can't have nuts. Why did yeah. you say that? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's great. It's just I would laugh how how kids process versus how adults process. Oh, love it. Um, so back to the top five here. Would back to so reality. do you do you think that most people up north. North, North, uh, would be more inclined to say, "Give me the heat," and vice versa. The down south people are like, "Give me the cold," or do you think the people no. up north saying, "Hey, I'm okay if it's colder," and the people down south are saying, "I'm okay if it's warmer." Is that why you choose? Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. You remembered. I think the preference. I think you do get like acclimated. To your environment, right? I never got used used to like the heat. Like it wasn't like all of a sudden I walked outside when it was ninety five degrees and super humid. Like, oh, this is fine. It just was like you you succumb to it. You're just like this is just part of my life, and why would I complain about it? Um, but I never was like at the end of my summer in Biloxi. I was never like all of a sudden more adapted to the heat. I don't sure. think I didn't like sweat less or more appropriately or yeah. I don't think maybe I did a little bit. Who knows? Every time I get in the sauna and it's hot, it's hot. Yeah. I just feel like being up here. I, I'm probably better in the cold than like working outside in the thirties. I got like, okay, I can do it. I know I can do it. So it's not a huge deal where if I was in the heat that's new to me I was like Jesus what am I going to do with this it's tough when it's new 
Yeah. No matter no matter who you are, no matter which direction the temperature goes, it's yeah. just tough when it's new. Um, but I I mean I agree with Nisi. I think even if you're from the south, like you'd prefer the warmth over the cold. I don't know because I do. You can only take off so many layers, but in the cold, you can put on as many layers as you need. Yeah, but putting on more and more layers doesn't necessarily stop 12 degrees. It just doesn't. When you're cold, you're cold. Eventually, you get too many layers on, they can't move. It's okay. And also, I learned from my days as a valet, the more layers, not the better. It's actually just appropriate layers. If you just have appropriate layers, things that control your body heat, keep it trapped in, less layering is actually better. It's just worse for the bathroom breaks. Wait, <laughs> lots of layers bad for bathroom breaks. All right. Uh, once you're naked, they fire you. So, <laughs> well, that, that's a strike for the 125 because I'd be butt ass naked in 125. Butt ass naked. Could you do athletic training? Naked? In swim trunks or bikini? Mm. Why not? Why okay. not? Who the fuck cares? It's... Somebody's got to do it that way. Bikini in a sling pack. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm It's saying. 125. Let's, let's be realistic here. Let's... How many... I would like to know. Um, maybe this is a good Twitter poll or like something. How many athletic trainers out there are wearing these sling bags as like their... Um, Fashion of choice now. Have you been seeing this lately? People are wearing like fanny packs, like across, like all like they're a side bag kind of, but it's a fanny pack. Are you saying just ATs or? I want to know how many athletic trainers are. So fashion, wear, is, fashion right. is fashion, right? Not as an athletic trainer, are you wearing your fanny pack as a sling? Pack. Do you wear a fanny outside of work? Yes, that's a. There you go. Do you wear a sling bag or a fanny pack outside of work? Right, athletic training? Or up. are you like, why the hell would I ever do that? I'll put that up as we do our friend or foe. Like when cargo shorts were the thing? Yeah. You know, like seriously. Oh, is Hannah that? around? <laughs> God, we haven't seen Hannah yeah. in a while. Was she uh, on last week? I probably forgot. She was on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, she, made, she made an appearance. Okay. I'm going to put that poll up. Someday. Um, but first, I want oh. you to take... On this friend or foe here. Give it to me. Um, completing or doing CEUs on your off time, non-work hours. Completing CEUs during non-work The hours. root of the question is, should you be doing your continuing education while you're working? Should no. you be able to block off time, work time to do that? No. You should, you should have to do your continuing education on your own hour. Absolutely. If you're being paid to do a job? I think this is a... F Wait. Like you're being paid to do a job. You're being paid to like take care of Isn't your part team. of your job getting better? No. Your your job... Part of your job, no. of your job is not getting better at it? Oh, this no. is the first time I think you and I have actually really... Absolutely ...been not. steadfast on the... Like where I can actually... This is maybe the first time I've ever vehemently disagreed with you. I, I don't think... So like, okay... What's the limit of amount of hours that you should be allowed that you should get paid in order to educate yourself for your job? Say that again. So like if you should be paid yeah while doing your CEUs how many what's the amount of hours? 50? Yeah. Right? 
Whatever it takes to every get every two years. Yeah. Okay. Twenty five hours a year. So like, why as an employer would I pay you to learn when I'm paying to you improve to improve my do performance? A, no, I'm paying you to do a job. I'm not paying you to learn. I'm paying you to do a job in order for you to continue to be a better and like athletic trainer. You need to learn how to be a better athletic trainer. Otherwise, I will go find an, a better athletic trainer. Does that make sense? So I was doing CEUs at work today. You're sure. saying I should be fired? No, I'm not saying you should be fired. Because I'm in, I'm but using I, my downtime I, to try and be productive. I okay. So then now there's a distinction between should I be allowed to or should I like should that be part of like Freighter Sports Medicine says hey log those hours that like you do CEUs and I'll pay you for it. Sorry, I guess I'm what I was thinking is you're at you're working, right? Mm-hmm. You're let's let's say you're back in Biloxi. Yep. In between us and, and I know downtime. this there's yeah. some downtime. Every, every athletic trainer in a traditional setting has downtime. Should the expectation be that it's okay to to do that? Or you have it, to you have to punch out, go home and sit at home and do every single one of your fifty hours at home. Is what you're telling me. No, I'm saying, like, if you have downtime and you're, like, reading something, I mean, if you have downtime and it's okay, like, literally you have nothing else to do and you're on your phone, like, checking your fantasy football team, like, whatever. But I definitely don't think that, like, like a scheduled break in your day to eat lunch, that there should be, like, a scheduled time that you can do continuing education. Okay, so you're saying... That doesn't make sense to me at all. So you're saying you should not block X amount of hours for it. Correct. Like, I don't think that should be part of, like, your day. Okay, how about like, this? Mm-hmm. Um, last week, there was a presentation mm-hmm. by uh, a local uh, MRI place. Yeah. It was on sure. how to read MRIs. Yeah. So we... We literally got our boss to block the clinic for an hour so we could take this one-hour course about learning how to interpret and read MRIs. Okay. So that the next time we have somebody who comes in with an MRI, we can read it better. Okay. Are you saying that they should not have allowed us to do that? Like if it's set at a specific, like it's an event that's at a specific time Mm -hmm. and you, if that falls in your work your normal work hours, you should sure. not be allowed Tuesday, to do it. A Tuesday at noon or one one p.m. You close you close down the clinic so that you guys could we did. go to this presentation. Are you okay with that or not okay with that? I would say if I'm freighted, like I can afford to close down my clinic. If I'm me, and like the ten people that walk in in that one hour, like I just lost a lot of money. And for you, for you to be able to. <sighs> Maybe read a an MRI a little bit better. What if you're working the high school, and there's a? I'm definitely not paying for you to read MRIs more. <laughs> okay, All right, but there's like let's say there's a course that somebody wants to take. They're working the also, high school. I would I would also argue this. What if you wanted to leave to go to a um, BFR one hour BFR class, and then Joe wanted to leave and go do a one hour kettlebell swinging class like 
would that have been okay? I think they literally were like, this is applicable to our clinic. And so therefore let's do this. Like, cause everybody in your clinic basically sees MRIs all freaking sure. day. Right. And like now for you, like, I don't understand why they would say, Oh, Chad, like, why don't you go to this seminar, how to read an MRI? Like you don't have to read an MRI. Like it's literally not in your scope of practice. Sure. Did you get CUs for it? I did. That's awesome. Well, category D. Yeah. There you go. One I want, category D. I mean, by all means, I want CEUs for reading x-rays and MRIs because I think I would love to know how to read them more. Yeah. I always wanted to know how to read them more. Yeah. So I think at the root of the problem or the, Do root, I think of, it's the, okay? the root of the difference. Yeah. Do I think it's okay if you are studying during work hours because yeah, you, you don't I have think that's else? what the root of the question was. Absolutely, for me. but do okay. I think you should get paid like that? Should be part of your job and get paid like it's like part of like. But I mean, it is part of. I still think it's still part of your job. Well, athletic trainers don't get paid to eat. It's part of your part of you being a being. If you're an hourly athletic trainer, like you're technically probably not being paid to eat, right? So when they hire you. If it's in your contract says thou shall not do any continued education, mm-hmm. you're okay with that? No, I wouldn't be. I'm like because again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be allowed to do continued education. Well, you, you just said I they're not going to pay you. I don't. I do not think that. Like so, say for you, right? Like you are, in, in all purposes, a nine to fiver, right? Yep. That you from nine to five your expectation is that you're seeing patients, right? I do not think it's okay if like all of a sudden you're like, hey guys, I'm going to do this continuing ed class when there's patients that need to be seen. Sure. Just because you're allowed like, oh, you get, you have to do 50 hours of continuing education. I think you're getting paid to do a job. You're not getting paid to be better at your job. You will get paid more if you get better at your job. Okay. I think, I think where we're arguing is in the, in I think it's a. I was interpreting it as. The, I I understand I have I have un, <laughs> yeah that's true which is why it's a good friend or foe it's turned out to be a really good friend or foe. Yeah. I was thinking. What is the original question, by the way? Doing CEUs on your off time, should you have to do them? Friend or foe, continuing education during non-work hours. So, should you have to go home? And use your Saturday. Yes, I, I actually... I You think, I think you should have to do it on your weekends and your nights when you're not at work? I 100% think that if you choose to be any profession, in order to get better at that profession, that is on you. That is not on your employer to like make that happen. I f- That's the first time I f- actually fundamentally really disagree with you and... But that's okay. That's why we do the question. I, I just think if I'm an employer and I want to have a, the best employees, I should provide them the opportunity to learn and grow. And I think that's on the employee to be that person. I don't think that's on the employer to say, like, and guess what? Like, we're going to, like, you have 45 minutes allocated in every one of your days to learn something. Does that make sense? Say it again. Like, I completely think becoming better at what you do yep. as your career is on you. It's on the employee, right? Or the 
the individual who is in that career, I think it's actually a very slippery slope of once, like, if as an employer, I said to my employee, hey, I've also built into a half an hour of every one of your days is, is geared towards you learning something. So I want you to spend a half an hour every single day reading some research articles or doing a continuing ed class or this and that. Like that's part of your, I don't want you going home and wasting time like with your family, whatever, whatever, whatever. I actually think that's exactly what the profession needs (laughs) is for somebody to stand up and say, we want you to take time and get better and not sacrifice your work-life balance. Like I ultimately... I, but I mean, yeah. I th- I think we could argue. I can understand. I can understand. I understand your argument. I understand like your point, but I think it's dangerous to me when employees are constantly thinking that the employer should be providing things. Go out and get it. Like just go out and get it. Well, like I, I don't had, think they should be providing ice cream Sundays, which would be great, and the AT ice cream club would. But Especially I think continue education cookie is. <laughs> Continue, continue, continue education directly correlates to your productivity. So I don't think so. You don't I, think getting no, a continuing education? Really- I think I've watched about at least 100 hours of continuing education that I never use as an athletic Well, trainer. you should be watching better continuing education. Come on. I mean, sure, <laughs> sure. And, and I'm, I'm going to get 20 from NATA that I went to how many lectures? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you can still sign up. Well, you can actually if, on the website. Okay. You can still sign up and right. watch them. I'm gonna get asynchronous. How about this one? Yeah. In my former employer, one of my uh, coworkers got CEU reimbursement denied because he wanted to go to the uh, TPI Title Titleist Performance Institute. Yeah. Right. Which, in the grand scheme of things, it's really just rotational. Yeah. Like. Yep. It's just right? labeled as a golf course. Exactly. I mean, it, it might as well be whether it's Louisville Slugger or it's Titleist. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And they got denied because they were like, we're not going to pay you to go to like a golf like performance thing. Like that it's doesn't make sense. So where it where would the line be of you want to learn NKT? And they're like, ah, no, 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 no. Like we don't do that here. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow you to learn that. Like, so do you want ultimate freedom of learning whatever you want? And somebody to like say you can like I'll, you can do it during paid time, like because eventually somebody's gonna say what are you learning, and then they're gonna be like, I'm not paying you to learn how to read an MRI, Chad. You're an athletic trainer, like you're not gonna read an MRI. So get to work. That's going to happen if if that's built in. Now all of a sudden your your continuing ed is going to be controlled by your employer of what you can and can't do. I would promise that because eventually somebody's going to get fed up with athletic trainers or PTs learning things that they don't think that they should be learning. This is one of the best discussions we've had. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if we will ever, well, and maybe, I also, maybe we'll come I mean, back I to think it sometime, it's, but it's very interesting because athletic training is not always a nine to five. Right. And it's not, there's obviously hourly athletic trainer, but a lot of athletic trainers are just salary. So like it's kind of just expected. Eh, get all your work done. We expect you to stay until this point of after a game or after practices. We expect you to show up this amount of hours before. But like during your downtime, by all means, like if you have time to do stuff, like learn. I think now you're using your time wisely. 
but I definitely don't think. And that's that where it's I like was going with the question. It. Yeah. So I mean, doing doing CEUs outside of during non-working hours, it's a really hard friend or foe from the standpoint of like sure, like kind of what's your what's your setting? Well, I'm, I think it's I to me it's a friend. I from the standpoint of. I totally don't live in a world of like I have working hours really, right? Like if just the way my my life is set up now, if I was in my previous yeah. work life, if like if I could not do CEUs away from my job, like that would have been great. Would have been wonderful. But I Definitely wouldn't have been able to sit down and like do a let's just say a six hour course, like productively, while I was working. Like I would have gotten like ten minutes at a time, because it was always like, you know, at most I had twenty minutes of downtime in like which these is windows. why they invented the study at your own pace courses. So right. I, I think one way of just looking at it is let's say like the NKT course that we took which was one of the most beneficial courses that you and I have taken kind of changed both the trajectory of our careers. It was only offered on the weekends, right? It was, it's offered at certain times, which more people are available. I guess if it was offered during the work week and you had the option, you're saying you should still take it on the weekend and not during the work week. I don't, I so, missed like the first Yeah, so that. NKT, the NKT yep. course. Yep. When we when you took it and when I took it, I think mm-hmm. it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was like over the over so. the weekend. Can't really remember. Because that's when it was offered because that's when everybody is available. Yeah. If the course was offered, let's say it's a two-day course. If it's yeah. offered on Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. but it's also offered on Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You're saying you should never take it on a Tuesday, Wednesday you should only take it on a Saturday, Sunday because it would interfere with your work. If you work Monday no, through Friday. I'm saying if you're going to take it on a Tuesday and Wednesday, your employer shouldn't pay you during that time. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. you should have to take time off. And if you want to be paid for it, take paid time off. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if I agree or not. And like, I so think like still, Nate, yeah. and even Nate like said... Like the employee is expected to continue to go above and beyond, but the employer has no responsibility in that. Um, kind of, yeah. I I do like I truly believe that the employee, your like your value as an employee is up to you, and the employer, what their responsibility is to hopefully keep paying you more. Right now, if the incentive of like I can't pay you more. I don't have enough from the budget. What we're going to do is try and manipulate your schedule so that you have free time. And to you, Chad, that is valuable. To So now I don't have to do CEUs outside of work? Yeah. Okay. But that's like an incentive. That's like, that's a benefit of working somewhere. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I do not think that like... So if you're a salary employee and you want, if you really want to do a course and you talk to them and be like, yeah, I think this is really good and you get the day off, should they dock you? They should take it. You should, if you're a salary employee. Well, I think we all, I mean, salaried employees have paid time off or like 
not paid time off, right? I would assume. When I was at UWM, I was just the, you, this is your salary. Yeah, you didn't get paid. Yeah, but that's another. That's a very special circumstance. Yeah. I zero chance I get it taken off from the and, Brewers to go to a CEU course in the middle of my season. Sure. Right. I couldn't even go to my fucking friend's wedding. Like I barely could go to my sister's wedding. I couldn't go to my my girlfriend's grandmother's funeral, let alone like go take a CEU course. Sure. Because the expectation was there. Well, and I guess that's why this is a great friend or foe because different people at different settings have different obligations and different whatever. And we're just taking it from our own perspectives, I guess. I do think if there's like, so here's a, here's a difference. Like as an athletic trainer, you, and to, uh, let's say practice and to have a job with freighter at sports medicine you have to be CPR certified, right? Yeah. Like, I do think that is on the employer. If you are going to require me to be CPR certified, then you need to provide me CPR certification. And that should be during work hours, 100%. So what's the difference between being required to have your 50 hours of continued education? It's still a requirement. Because you're legitimately, your employer isn't requiring you to get CEUs. Your licensure is, right? I think... Yeah, but... Don't you need to be licensed to, to be employed? Correct. In that particular... That's on you to keep your license, though. Okay. I guess we're just, we're just fundamentally like, yeah, that's that's the that's going to be the crux of the As argument. like, let's say, as a basketball coach, you have to be CPR certified, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the school needs to, like, I think if you, it's required for you to be CPR certified because there's nobody else that's CPR certified, then you're going to pay for that CPR certification, and, like, that should be, like, provided by you. Sure. Something like that. All right. Um, but I do think if you could not do any CEUs outside of your work environment, great. <laughs> Go for it. Do but them I think, all during your downtimes. Is I what think you're also saying. like you're going to limit yourself in what you're getting, right? Like the you know are they going to bring in master dry needling to your clinic so that all athletic trainers that don't touch people treatment wise are going to learn. Dry needling? No. Like they're going to bring in something else. Yeah. OSHA standards. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on because we'll be here arguing. We're already 45 minutes in and we've made it through two segments. Uh, I had some would you rathers, but we're going to save those for next week. Sure. Um, let's do an FMK real quick. We're going to call this one the foot fetish. The foot fetish. I want you to F, marry, and kill or marry, kill, and F. The following three foot intrinsic exercises. Intrinsic. Intrinsic foot muscles. I need kinky. Or origins again. Uh towel crunches. Picking up whether it's marbles or foam or whatever mm. you want to pick up whatever with your you toes get. and you have to put it in the cup or whatever. That whatever thing you're is. grabbing with your toes. Toe grabbers. <laughs> and then uh Toe, was it splays? Toe splays? Toe splays. Apart. You go. All right. Do you know what you would do? Yeah. Absolutely marry toe splays. You're marrying them. 100%. Uh, Probably 99% of people out there need to open their feet. And I think that alone would take care of a hell of a lot of injuries from the feet and going up, um, I will, 
Mm, the towel or the marble something something pickups. Ah. I'm going to F with the towel because I think when somebody puts their foot on the ground and like in order to like actually like only only flex their toes to get that towel going it's kind of this like like brain exercise brain teasing exercise like sometimes it, they don't get it right the first time but the more they do it the more experience they get and then ooh yeah i can get this towel whenever i want so i'm going to f it and then i'm going to have to kill the marble pickup i feel like i'm getting i probably get enough toe flexion and so forth from the towel for sure and then in my daily life i probably get enough toe flexion and curling my toes and i just think it's like to try and pick something up i don't know i just wouldn't do it so i'm gonna kill it yeah i too i too will pinky toe i too will kill the the pickup sticks or the pickup whatever you're gonna pick up i think it's um the most easy to sticks the the cheats to compensate it's really not you're not really accomplishing uh what you are should be accomplishing i think probably getting a little bit too much uh hip flexion in there and just lifting um mm. so hip flexion uh, i think i'm going to reverse your your mary and your f though uh i think in reverse i it. think <laughs> flip it in. missy elliot missy elliot um I think towel crunches, trying to get that short foot type motion uh, is super beneficial. I think the arch, um, I guess it kind of depends on how you are really doing your towel crunches. You can do it almost more like a short foot or if you're truly grabbing with the actual toes. I guess I'm when I do towel crunches, I'm trying to more like get it on the press and drag. Press and drag. Ooh, like, I like it. It's more of a I short like foot, it. but yeah. on the towel. It's a great one. That's better than actually like crunching with the toes. I would agree. So if it's done correctly, learn I think it's to. probably the most beneficial because give me learn, some short foot. Learn how to create a short foot. Um, Toe splays, I think, probably feel the best, and so does effing. So <laughs> I th- I think, and just to Stretch mix it, it up, out. mix it up a little bit, change your position, change your mm. foot. Uh. Uh, so it just I'll, feels so good afterwards too. Yeah, I suck at it, especially I'm, when you get a crunch, a cramp. I so I I probably should do some more toe splays, but uh, we all need to. Yeah, we all need to do more toe splays. So maybe we all need to f a little bit more. I mean, that's a good way to do it. You know, we all need to f a little, just a little bit more. Just mix it in once or twice. Maybe I need to be doing it less. Uh, Nisi says Mary towels crunch because it really works the foot. F the marble pickup and kill the toast blade because it's boring. Colleen said F the toast blades. Mary the towel scrunches kill the marble pickup. Uh, Nate said Mary the towel scrunch kill pickup. They end up feeling fe- feeling in in their hip flexor more than their foot. F the splain. I don't do it much, but sometimes you just gotta spread shit out and go for it. Oh. Um, spread it, and then Kyle agrees with you. Marry the toast plays. F the towel scrunch. Kill the marbles. So everybody's in favor of killing the pickup sticks. Yeah, no, not not a single person in their right mind said that is the best of the three. 
Mm. So fun. Fun. Um, okay, Kev, let's do a very mm. oh yeah, Forgot. interesting fat real quick. Fatty. Fatty fats fats. I don't know how long this will take. Okay. Um It's gonna take an hour then. Yeah, probably. <laughs> fat. Yeah. Um what this do you got? this weekend was Wimbledon. Yes. Did you see any of it? No. Did you read anything? I, I watched. I kind of like, I checked in on who won. Oh. But that's about it. I was at the gym and I would just keep ho- like, you know, peeking at the TVs while things were on. I was like, yeah. it was incredible. It was one of the best matches I've seen in a long, long, like long, the, long, long the time. the men's championship match, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the Sunday, the men's finale championship match was incredible. <sighs> so it made me think, which... Tennis court surface would make the best athletic trainer. Ooh. Hard court, clay court, grass court. Mm. Well, hard court's the most durable. Most durable. Clay court's the most messy. <clears throat> grass is probably the maybe the hardest to maintain. It's a little it's like the highest maintenance, like um. Well, the grass I feel like is the most forgiving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so, right? Hard courts like the fastest. Yeah. Like, speeds things up. Yeah, that's true. Clay slows things down. It does. Uh, and so because it slows it down, it actually. Makes things go a little bit longer. Mm. Yeah, the rallies seem to be longer. Everyone, you can get, you get to more because the ball's going slower. The athletes can get to more. Yep. Uh, things tend to bounce a little less than the clay. The, clay slows it down and keeps it nice and low. Grass makes it bounce really high. What about temperature? Like what? What's the like? Which one? Which one handles temperature the the best. I would assume the grass. I would assume too, right? Assume. That's like an assumption. Hot, Doesn't like handle a cold clay or a hot clay would be tough. Yeah. And then a hot hard court is just, I mean, blister. It's just what we're talking about before. Yeah. I would think I think the the consistency goes to the hard court doesn't change from beginning of the match to the end of the match where it does not the clay it's got to move it's got to shift it's got to change in the elements the grass probably gets worn down a little bit does one adapt to the game better like is the clay like kind of moving around is that like is it make like a batter's box I have 100% never played on clay or grass but I've only played tennis like twice in my life. <laughs> but as as the player is like sliding around, right, on clay, is it become harder to slide or does it become easier to slide? Like is there is there like a okay, so for instance, a hockey goalie, right? What's the first thing a hockey goalie comes out and does right after they Zamboni the rink? Marks his territory. Right? Like, scratches up the ice in order to get, like, better grip. Right? A hockey goalie does not want fresh Zambonied ice. 
is that like is that kind of like a like a tennis player on clay? Do they want fresh like that? Is it better in the first match than it is in the third, or is it better in the third than it is in the first? I don't know. Me neither. And I've never I've never been on a clay. I've I've been I've been on grass courts, but I've never been on clay courts. And I've only been on grass courts. I don't like think I've ever seen twice. a clay court in person. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Are there even clay courts around here? There, there has to be. be, right? Yeah, there has to be. That's a good one. I'm gonna go with. So is it, is it good uh, to speed things up? Like I, the I mean, the consistency, the durability of the hard courts, intriguing. However, do you? Oh, is it going too fast? Is it too fast for its own good? So Colleen says you slide a little more on clay. When it gets too hot, you have to water down the court too. So, I mean, that's very, obviously, I need to get watered down when I get too hot too. But is that is that a, she can, said, a can an athletic trainer get too hot and have to like, can somebody take care of me? Can somebody take care of me? I'm too hot. You need to be, you need to be groomed in the middle of it. Yeah. Can I get a can I get a fresh shave? A re- refresh? Can I get a re- fresh shave in the middle of my day? Well, that was going to be that was going to be uh one of my friend or foes was fresh shave? showering <laughs> showering at work. Mm. Yeah. We can table that one. Yeah, table that one. Never played on clay, just covered a US USTA tournament. They drag the courts between matches. They slide the same in in set 3 as they do in set 1. Okay. So they drag them like they they kind of zambonium apparently. Okay, all right. So there's not. So I'm assuming there's a little bit of benefit to that clay being redragged. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it, right? Yeah. So you almost you need to reset as an athletic trainer. Probably so bad. That's luck. Just not going to go. I mean, the grass is probably the most prestigious. Yeah. Is that athletic training? Well, I don't know. Should it be? I don't know. Should it be? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> are you just answering all my questions with answers? <laughs> question just, my question. You're just re questioning all my questions. Um, oh, you know what? Hard courts, though. Like, I mean, granted, there's some nice hard courts out there, but I, I just think about like the, the playground, like random park in your town, and all the hard courts are like that's cracked. It's a, a great call. That's a great and, like. That's you think you want to think like. The U.S. Open I mean, in New are, York, the pristine, they're perfect. But what percentage of hard courts don't have a crack? But you know what? They're always there for you. They're just always there for you. The hard courts are there. They're not going away. Maybe they're a little rough on the edges. Maybe the paint has gone away a little bit. Maybe there's a crack that's going to lose you the set. But you know what? I'm still here for you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You can just roll one, roll out to it. Dependable. You said it before. They're dependable. I feel like the I feel like the other two courts are like specialists. Yeah, they they're high maintenance. They're high maintenance. And athletic trainers are generalists in nature. I feel like we're gonna have to go hard court. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. First time all night. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, tennis courts. Who would have ever thought? Tennis court. It was one of the best matches. I and I didn't even see the fourth or fifth set. I just saw the first three sets. And the third set was, I I was at the gym, and I went into the hot tub and came back in, and the same like Ooh. there was a point there was like one game. It took twenty eight minutes. 
Yeah. 28 minutes. Incredible. No, I, I read up on it a little bit, and I heard it was pretty amazing. I'm hot take from my end. Tennis, watching tennis doesn't necessarily do it for me. Oh, really? I can tell when it's a great match. I mean, I think that's it's wonderful, but it just still, I don't know, it doesn't do it for me. You'd rather watch golf? I, I would. And I'm, I would the, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I Like, golf, watching it on TV, I, I could watch I don't it get it. Day. Yeah. And, I mean, I play golf. You have played a lot of tennis in your day. I haven't played in a long time. Yeah. At the same time, this is... You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like almost every year there's like, oh my God, that was an epic match. Yeah. The best match I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And it just, well then when is it not the best, best, best match? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I, I think I, a couple years ago there was an, there was an exact same match. And I, then there was like the match like seven years ago that lasted two days. And like, I don't know. I think the, the problem with tennis now is the same as the problem with baseball. Is that so, we have gotten too good at it? Uh, sure. The equipment's gotten too good. Uh, the biomechanics have gotten too good. Uh, the game is 120 to 130 mile per hour serve. Mm-hmm. Try to get a return. Yeah, and then like on the heart, like the, the points are so short because it's just like, can you yeah. get a return or yeah. not? It's like baseball. It's like you throw 100, 100 to 105 mile per hour, you're gonna swing and miss or hit a home run. Correct. The it's kind of it's a great point. It's kind of just boring Ten- now. Tennis has become a little like, what? Like, Jesus Christ. And I think that's probably why the women's tennis got a little bit more popular than the men's tennis because there was more mm-hmm. rallies, more back and forth. Mm-hmm. The, the The Williams sisters did a yep. lot for it. Um, I did say I don't know any women's tennis players right now. Like, is there a dominant, like, women's Serena play right this year. Did she? She did. I think she won wow. the first round and lost in the second round. Right. Again, I don't really pay attention to tennis, so like, yeah. Unless they're like a national figure or you know, you're, I should actually say worldwide figure. Yeah. I don't. I probably don't know. Mister. I also think, I I think there's a major problem in tennis. I saw a, a picture, of, um, the who is uh. The guy that won Wimbledon, uh, Alcar- uh, Al- Alcatraz, Al- Alcaraz or something, Alcaraz yeah. or something. Um, he, no, he was the number one player in the world. And I don't know his name. He's yeah. he's the number one player in the world. Just won Wimbledon, and only four people have won Wimbledon since he was born. Four people. So that'd be Djokovic. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the. The famous, most famous one of all time, I feel like, in Federer. Federer. Clay guy. Rafael uh, Nadal. Nadal. And then Andy Murray. Or Andy Murray? Yeah, Andy Murray, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. So Sampras, he was born after Sampras won it? Yeah. Four people have won Wimbledon in this guy's lifetime. That's a problem in a sport, if you ask me. If that was in golf, people would be like, whatever. It's like WWE. Same freaking like, person wins every single time. That's... um. That's Andre the Giant holding the belt for yeah. years, and then Hogan holding the belt for years. I just think that's an interesting thing about tennis. It's like there's three people that dominate the sport for like an eight-year span, and that's it. Like nobody else has a chance. Like what is that about? Now I hope what's actually happening is now there's like this new wave, Yeah, and then there's a little like we get to know more people. I don't know. 
I mean, it's kind of how, I guess, the, not necessarily how golf was. I mean, Tiger was the most Tiger and, dominant golfer yeah. that has ever lived and still can't even hold a candle yeah, that's true. to how many yeah. majors Djokovic has made one or Federer. Like, it's crazy. But would you say the same thing about Serena uh, and Venus? Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, those kind of things, individual question. events. That's a good question. Like, wh- how many? <laughs> it's tough because it's yeah. like there's only maybe there's it really, happens every four years. It, I guess yeah. if there was only one major every four years, yeah. then like yeah, yeah, then who? Of course, there's only going to be one or two people that win that. But sure. because there's four, yeah, and it happens every single year. If there was the Olympics every single year, and Usain Bolt won it twelve years in a row, I would actually be like, why? Can somebody else beat him? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Who wasn't sick of Tom Brady? <laughs> I know I was. <laughs> um, okay. What do you got? We got a feature topic. Okay. All right. Let's see what popped up here on social media. I um, Commandments. Rehab. Yeah, let's just see what the people put on. Yeah, I could. So, for instance, I couldn't see the comments. So I'm, I'm kicked off of Twitter, people. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, friend or foe, continuing education during non-work hours. 76% said foe. 24% said friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So three out of four said you should be able to do them at work. One out of four said you should do them on your own time. I think we're interpreting the question a little bit differently. That's fine. All right. Do you have any particular rehab rules, i.e. commandments for your athletes or patients? And I put example, thou must count your own reps. That was my first one. I like that one. Count your own reps. I like that one. All right. It's a great one. Chris Padilla, rule numero uno, we are going to have fun. Ooh. Is it necessary? Zero fun, sir. Is it necessary that I drink my own urine? (laughs) No. But I do it. I like it. Uh, Denise said, you have the clock. You have the clock. Okay. Uh, I'm not watching the clock. You're watching the clock. Yeah. All right. Mike Van Bruggen. One, show up. Two, be on time. Three, work hard. Four, don't duck and dive. (laughs) (laughs) No dip? Yeah. no. No dip, duck, dive? All right. Here's one. Ray said. Did we just have two? We had two dodgeball references references in the last 30 seconds. Okay. That's why we do this show. Yeah. Ray, thou shoe though thou shoes cleats are off the table. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna stop real quick though. Treatment versus rehab? Or what? Yeah. Yeah. Do you do a do you do a lot of rehab on the table? Mm. I get where she's yeah, she's doing stop, treatment. Maybe, maybe some you know, maybe some prone stuff. shoulder stuff. Yeah. Ah, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Maggie, quality versus quantity. Do it right for mm-hmm. five reps versus wrong for ten. I love it. I'm loving it. Uh, Bobby, come to work. Don't waste my and your time going through the motions. Um. So what do you got, Kev? Uh, count count your reps. Anything I like else here? Reps. I like I like some of this like hard work. Um. 
thou shall only thou shall only get what they put in like doing rehab has so much to do with your effort that you put into rehab so many people just think it's like well i did the exercise well, yeah. did you though quality over quantity yep right um Colleen I, just had a really good one give it to me thou shall keep one ear open all times airpods headphones etc that's a really good one. All right. That's a really good All one. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I never I never had... I actually didn't allow any of my athletes to be wearing headphones during rehab. Oh, but I, I agree. talk a I lot. Agree. I, talk, I talk so much. I got one. Okay. I, I got one. Me. And it's kind of more a pet peeve, but I'm going to turn it into a, a commandment for myself. Thou shall not wear jeans to rehab. <laughs> Thou shalt not wear jeans thou when doing not. rehab. Thou shalt. Or thou shalt leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Kyle said ice and stim is not rehab. Yeah, it's not. It's barely treatment. Um, thou shall not expect miracles in one day. <laughs> That's a really good one, too. I'm trying to think of something that they should do. Like instead of like, <laughs> thou shall, um, thou shall be ready to start rehab at scheduled time. Like, don't be late. You're if you're coming in for rehab at four. That's not. That's when I want you to be ready to go. Right. I I don't care if your part of your rehab is like maybe let's say roll out, do some like whatever. But I want you to, I don't want you to show up at four and then start changing for rehab. Like you're technically on time, but I want you to be ready to go, so I can go from person to person. How about this, thou shall put your own equipment away. Yeah, well, that's a big one. That's a really good one. I'm not put picking up your bands mm-hmm. or your kettlebells no. or your dumbbells, no, or your TRX, whatever. No, put thou- your shit away. Um, thou, what are the commandments? Thou shall not steal. (laughs) Thou shall not steal my shit. (laughs) Don't steal my equipment. Thou shall sign in before rehab or treatment. For some people, that's a, yeah. Some people, yeah. Thou shall sweat. I was thinking that too. That's it. Yeah. Like you're going to work. Thou shall understand this is actually a workout and not just rehab. Thou shall get off the table. Thou shall get on the floor. <clears throat> I like the count the reps though. Because I never count. Yeah, so I think my I'm so bad at my, it. My big three are um count the reps, blue jeans. And put your own equipment away. Those are my three like big commandments. Thou shall not question my guidance. Yeah, I think Nate said something very similar to that just a little bit ago. He said, uh, "Thou shall not tell the AT what they think they need to do in the rehab yeah, that day." I like that. Yeah, like, I like look, that. I know what the f I'm doing. Thou, thou shall not tell me what you did in rehab with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
trying to, it's it's almost it almost comes into like a pet peeve thing, right? Yeah, like, it kind of <laughs> does. Yeah. Um. Thou shall not do three sets of ten. I think we had something like that, didn't we? Like a friend or foe or something. Three sets of ten. Like three. Sets no, but we can. That's a good one. I think we did something like that. Yeah. Thou shall use BFR cuffs. Be open to suggestion. <laughs> um, I mean, Nisi says some of y'all are harsh. <laughs> yeah, very. God trying to think of all my rehabs and if anything was like thou shall expect to be sore yeah thou shall understand that rehab is not meant to be comfortable you jerks thou shall not steal my sour patch you know what last but not least for me thou shall bring me coffee (laughs) I was yeah that's what Kyle said bring me something Bring me some treats. Then, then maybe I will let you get away with some stuff. Um, very good. I think that's Crocs, fun to do. Crocs we haven't done we haven't, we haven't done uh we haven't done a commandments in oh, I like it. a I long like time. It. So um well, some really good conversation tonight. I think that's what Had the podcast it. is for. Uh hopefully you enjoyed it. Yeah, hope so. Thanks to everyone who jumped on the live stream. Uh, if you are listening to this in audio form and you want to contribute, you should jump on some night. We do this every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Central. Just come on into our YouTube channel. Uh, thanks to Healthy Roster, the official sponsor of Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Check them out at www.healthyroster.com. Uh, also, thanks to Smart Tools and Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus uh, for taking care of us. Uh, Kevin, do you have anything else? No, CandidAthleticTraining.com, Candid underscore ATC. Leave us your suggestions for the for the podcast. I mean, by all means, we need more of what you guys want to talk about too, not just what we want to talk about. So leave your suggestions anywhere you would like um, on all the platforms. That's what I got. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.